Do you have a 401k and some savings for future retirement, but don't even know if it's enough to live off of? How much is enough? How often are you thinking about it? The team at JPEX Financial Group can help set your mind at ease. We specialize in creating strategies in the planning and managing of your financial, educational, and investment needs. We help clients pursue their investment goals with sound financial strategies. You deserve a personal, tailored plan. Lasting, meaningful, and open relationships are the foundation of our practice. You've worked hard for your money and should feel confident in your investment choices as you make decisions for your financial future. Your goals are our goals. We are dedicated to your needs and hopes for your future. Visit our website and give us a call at 860-430-5397. Securities offered through Raymond James Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Raymond James Financial Services Advisors, Inc. JPEX Financial Group, LLC is not a registered broker-dealer and is independent of Raymond James Financial Services. JPEX Financial Group is located at 78 Eastern Boulevard, Glastonbury, Connecticut. Clovercrest Media Group presents a CMG podcast. Keys to the city. Keys to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know. I crossed up by Kobe. Well, floated Shaq, and then Shaq goes like this, and the rest is history. Pay attention. Don't tell me what to do, Devil Woman. But speaking of those Lakers, but I, but I hold on, fun. But I didn't make my. I didn't make my. I said Denver's gonna win. Yeah, you did. You said that. There's no other show like that. Clovercrest is doing great things right now. Streaming everywhere. Throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jay's Clover Crest. Top three corner men. Punching in with a punch's chance. We find a way to win. The main event. Lock it in. Every Saturday at 10. The overhand is out of hand when it comes to fisticuffs. Slide a hand on the undercard. You'll never see the punch. Uppercut. Got you missing weight. Feet are stepping late. Keep your guard up. Feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand in eight. Then retaliate. Put up your duke. Stick and move. Bob and wave. Don't lose hope against the ropes. There's always an escape. Never stay down. One more round. Bells ringing. Counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we bring in crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry of curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to throwing jabs Combat Sports Podcast. I'm Big J, joined by Joe Guire and Jared Jones. And we, we need to start things off by recapping the big pay-per-view last weekend. Adesanya retains his UFC middleweight title with unanimous decision victory over Robert Whitaker. Joe, you didn't see it that way, though? Uh, no, no, I the fight went three two to Whitaker. I mean, I, I I don't know what else to tell you. The the guy that had it forty nine forty six again was was clearly listening to the to the UFC feed. Adesanya did very little in the fight. He got dude though the the fifth round alone he got tagged three different times and he was lucky he didn't get knocked out in the fight. So. Listen, I understand he's the champ, and you got to take the belt away from the champ, and he just signed a big contract for all that money, and he's the face of the UFC, and maybe you got to go in there and knock that guy out then. But you, you'd you have a – I'll sit there and watch the fight with you, and we can score it after each round. You tell me that round – explain how you gave 
more than one round to Israel Adesanya. Other than the knockdown of the first round, he did nothing in the second, the third, the fourth, the fifth. Nothing. I was being nice when I gave him a second round. I had a hard time justifying what that second round was, let alone a third, or like that insane 49-46 guy. You saw him winning four rounds? What? Listen, here's the strategy to beat Israel Adesanya. You're like he ran from him all fight. The, the idea is that you don't stand in front of the guy because he'll destroy you. So that's the reason why Whitaker moved. He constantly was bringing the pressure in this fight. He was, is he also is a counter puncher? So he wants you to throw a punch so he can throw back. Sorry, this, yeah, he looked much more impressive in the loss of Lahobitz. This was him okay. basically holding court. I under, listen, Jared, he's the champ. And, and I think the expectation is you got to blow that guy out. Whitaker didn't blow him out. But again, if there was no belt involved, this was an easy three, two, four, one for Whitaker. Put it to you like this. If Whitaker, if this would have been the first fight when Whitaker was the champ, Adesanya doesn't even come close to winning the fight or taking that belt away from him. Uh, I, I don't know about that. I mean, just brother, if Whitaker, if Whitaker was the champion going into long. that fight, and that's what Adesanya did, and they gave him the belt, people would be screaming their faces off that that was bullshit. No, I mean, I, no, I, I, it's just, I, I don't understand this. I mean, sure, the commentary, you can say all you want, but, but still, he outstruck him. Adesanya landed more, destroyed that leg. Ask Whitaker the destroyed next Destroyed the leg. Whitaker was lost. still bringing it in the last, I mean, Whitaker was fine. He was. He's a tough yeah. guy. But still. Well, to suggest he destroyed the leg would suggest Whitaker that he would be struggling to walk shocks. on it. And instead, he was still in there delivering a Whitaker, beating in the fifth round. Whitaker, I'll, I'll give Whitaker the shots to the head. He, he landed more. He, he could have put Izzy to sleep. Maybe. That's how he needed to, do, to win this fight. But everywhere else, Adesanya ate him up. Controlled the ring. Attacked that leg. Went to the body. Whitaker could, could barely get in on his kicks. So I don't know what you're talking about, Joe, to be quite honest with you. Adesanya is a GOAT. He is the future of the UFC. Right, there you go. He's a GOAT. You're in love with the guy. You can't get over Israel Adesanya. Didn't do enough to win the fight. He just didn't. Sorry. I just There's a reason after the fight. Listen, Robert Whitaker is probably the most honest guy in the sport. Yeah. Okay? He, he's, he actually said... In a different situation, him and Adesanya would be mates. It's the kind of guy he is. They asked him about it. He said, I thought I did enough. I thought he did plenty. So well, there's common law uh, in Vegas. Maybe if they fight a third time, <laughs> <laughs> they could be mates. Um, the, yeah, Joe, I think you're bugging here. He outstruck him by 24. He outthrew him by 37. Uh, significant strikes, twenty landed 20 more, threw 30 more. I'm not going to say this was an overwhelmingly dominant performance, but I think he did enough to win. And I think more importantly, Robert Whitaker did everything right. If he was going to beat Adesanya, this is how he was going to do it. He, he did everything we said he needed to do, 100% of what we said he needed to do. 
This guy went out there like he watched the show and we were his trainers because he did everything right and lost three to two. I'm not, I'm not okay really with that four to one. I mean, I am four to one. I'd rather see four to one on Asanya is a better card than four to one Whitaker. And I, you got it. You, you would really, I would, I would love to watch that fight with both of you. And you tell me, you tell me how you scored those rounds. And if, and if, and if we're done and everybody's scoring at 48, 47 or 49, 46, maybe I'm an idiot. I'm telling you, I watched that fight. I watched it a second time. I watched an over, it was like an overhead camera with no commentary. And I thought, oh, this is kind of neat. And as and as the second round ended, I thought, oh, because I thought when I watched a fight that Adesanya won that second round, and now I feel a little differently. And then I watched the third round, and I had and and I'll tell you what, the guy that was filming it uh, at the end of the third round said, "I got two one Whitaker," and then I don't know about you guys, I thought Whitaker brought it in the fourth and fifth like nobody's business. So again, I saw four one Whitaker. If you, again, you want to argue he's the champ, you got that's fine. But this was not a great win for Israel Adesanya. The idea that he's lapped a division twice now, he's got to fight Whitaker again. Sorry, I don't know when that's going to happen, but this yeah. this does this this gave me a feeling of nah. Mm-hmm. I I got to see Whitaker and him go at it again because I think if Whitaker's really got to bring the pressure for five rounds to show Jason people like that, that then so be it. But I this think there's got to be a, there's got to be a, a third fight now. This is an Anthony Joshua, Alexander Usyk situation. It really is because Joshua's in a position where he can not outbox the guy from the outside. He's going to lose a close decision if he tries to outbox him from the outside. And if he gets in there and trades with him, it's gonna get worse. This was the best. We're gonna. This is as close as it's gonna get for Whitaker. He fought the perfect fight, and I don't need to see it again. Adesanya is better. No, Joe. You want to know? You sound like me when I'm talking about Holloway and the Volkanovski fights, bro. And I, I get now. I see your your stance on Volkanovski there. But I mean, sometimes it's just that's just how it is. Look at the Canelo Triple G fights. Look at how close those are. I mean, you have two great guys like this. It, it, it stuff like that's gonna happen. I'll but give the you thing is Tony Pacquiao and Juan Manuel Marquez. Watch the yep. fights. Watch the fights. Juan Manuel Marquez. You could make the argument just like Triple G. You can make the argument those guys won the fights. Yeah, and I mean it. I, he, John Jones, Gustafson. I mean, same thing. Like, there's all these great ones. But I, I think the reason why we we won't get another fight from a, another Whitaker Adesanya, unless Adesanya completely, like, goes through Strictly, goes through Cannoneer, goes through everything, is because Adesanya has that knockout. He's already has that, that notch in his belt. He's already done. He's already bested. The best you could best of Robert Whitaker to yeah, take the belt. Exactly. And, and so, so I don't Robert Whitaker I don't need to see a third fight. Robert Whitaker isn't Nate Diaz. He's not uh McGregor. He's not uh uh Masvidal. You know, he's not a name that inspires. Ooh, I want to see that guy fight. 
And knowing that to win, he can't pressure, pressure, pressure and beat the other guy down. It's just not very exciting. It's not the fight that's like, ooh, I really got to see that Robert Whitaker Izzy 3. Even the other fights we're comparing them to were really exciting fights. This had a, I, I have no interest in watching Adesanya fight Jared Cannonier. I have no interest in, in watching him destroy Sean Strickland. None of those guys are going to give him a fight. They're, they're not even in his league. There's I, one I, guy I, in his I, league, and that guy edged him Saturday night. His name is the Reaper, Robert Whitaker. There you go. Edge him, Joe. There's not another guy in that division that could even come close to what Robert Whitaker did on Saturday night. Someday, not another guy in the division. We'll find out who, but someday there will be. Uh, It'll be Robert Whitaker, beginning of 2023. It's going to be another another fight between these guys, and it'll be very well deserved. Uh, is what's his name right there? My guy with the spinning back elbow. Is that the same weight class? Oh no, that's light heavy. Prohaska, you're thinking of? There you go. <laughs> that's light heavy, and we will get to light heavy. But uh, I, I will say. Could this be could Whitaker be Adesanya's sonnet to to Silva, like bringing out the best of them, the best of the division, but you just can't get over that hump. This and, is uh, this is your Marvin Vittori here, Joe. This is uh just another another version of that. Yeah, and we'll see it till you're comfortable that we don't. Need yeah, but listen, here's the thing: the the first Marvin Vittori fight again. I think he won that fight going away. It was an easy two one. I don't I don't think anybody watching it wants to dispute me on that. It was an easy two one. Okay, Izzy was the name. Izzy got the win. That's fine. This this the second fight with Vittori. Vittori seemingly regressed, gave him less of a fight, and was less impressive than in the first fight. So is he winning fight two? That was an easy one. Okay. Yeah, but uh, you're talking about Whitaker like he's the Italian. He is the he Italian was. in this case. I, I understand <laughs> that. Listen, he lost his first fight. So he really needed to go out there and dominate. He really needed to go out there and he needed to prove that he could even hang with Israel Adesanya. I think he more than did that. Oh sure, sure, but this is this is the my little brother Joel conversation where you don't go two and zero oh and then we need a trilogy. It's not how it works. But if I'm the number two guy in the world and you're one, then it's a little bit different. I'm not I'm not the number eight guy that you've beaten twice. No, I'm 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 still I'm still the number two guy in this division. I what what am I supposed to do? Go away. You don't want me to get another fight with this guy? You want you want him to fight the bum of the month club? That's all right. If Cannonier is next for Adesanya, and I think he should be, then why is he should be next for Whitaker? Yeah. And Listen. what's going to happen is Adesanya is going to beat the crap out of Cannonier, and Whitaker's going to destroy Strickland, and we're going to be right back in the same boat like, hmm, who should Adesanya fight now? Yeah. I'm the gonna, obvious guy yeah. being Whitaker, and we'll try to find someone else for Izzy to beat up. Because I know we all want him to get the, we all want him to beat Silva's records. Let's be honest, everybody you know, wants that. Or my so yeah, we don't, we don't want to, we don't want to anybody like that, man. Silva was uh, impressive. Or Mighty Mouse, he was Mighty very Mouse impressive. Yeah, he was very, yeah. very impressive. Great.
But uh, I, I will say. Oh, if, oh, if, wait, if oh, they, I guess, I guess, I guess, Sander uh, can read the future no, now. Sander's oh. right. Sander's right. Okay. But listen, listen. Sure. If they sure. won't give Amanda sure. Nunes and Shevchenko a third fight, why would they give Adesanya Whitaker a third fight? They won't give, or Nunez won't won't agree to a third fight with Shevchenko. Yeah, Shields won't fight Savannah Marshall either. Talk about it. <laughs> Doesn't want anything to do with it. I, I mean, you're telling me the UFC wouldn't want two of the greatest female fighters of all time to fight a third fight, knowing you that the that older done. one if might be UFC, might be retiring in a few years. Dude, you wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want that fight again. I think Vittori Whitaker, let's get that. Let's get that so Joe can figure out he, who he more wants to be mates with. That would definitely uh, be a fight I'd be interested in. Me too. Whitaker, Vittori. I'd like that to happen if we can get that before the end of the year. Around Christmas would be great. All right. But uh, before we move on from this, I do want to preview a little bit of the fight that is probably going to be next for Adesanya. Adesanya Kananir. Joe, I know you said you don't want to see it, but uh, can Kananir land something no. explosive? Maybe? No. <laughs> uh, Any other questions? No. no. My answer is unequivocally no. no. So if, ask if another we, question. No, if Whitaker, if Whitaker can take... I, Wait, I if Adesanya Whitaker slips on a banana peel, can Kananir can knock him out? Yes. I'll answer to, that. To Adesanya... You don't think Cannonier can land some? No, free? he's got the athleticism. Oh, you know I'm what? Trying, and I'm sure Joe. he'll jump before the fight, and that'll oh, make I'm everything trying, all right. Man. I'm <laughs> trying. Right. I'm yeah. trying. Jared, I mean, he's got your name, Jared. Jared, any Jared love there? No, no, I don't like the guy from Subway either. Listen, Cannonier. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Probably deserves the shot right here, but uh, for me, it's it's you know that's that's a five dollar footlong fight. It's not. It doesn't have the same. Uh, especially after what Whitaker did to Cannoneer, it doesn't seem like. Oh, that's the next guy. Like that was three fight. He's two wins removed from from Whitaker being in by decision. So. Yeah, that's probably the next step. It's the next guy who deserves it. And yes, Bum of the Month Club is where we're at. It's not another Whitaker because it's not going to be exciting. If he'd come out and lost with those same scorecards and we'd seen a Holloway Qatar type of fight, oh, give me six of those. Give me Vasquez Morales, all of them, you know? So you you would rather see... If, uh, just so I'm clear, you would rather see Adesanya take fights against Strickland, Cannoneer, and guys, he's definitely going to dispatch quick, as opposed to another competitive fight with Robert Whitaker. I just, I that's think, all I'm asking. That's what you guys want. Yeah, that's fine. Jake okay. mentioned Cannoneer's athleticism, Strickland's wrestling and size. There are things that these other guys bring to the table. Then mm. watching a fight where I know Whitaker has to stay at distance to win. I know but they all have to stay at distance to win. But they might not, and that's exciting. Yeah, ask Paul Acosta how that goes. Not a good idea. Don't do that. No, do that. It's exciting. Don't. Fans, don't. Bro. I want to Don't fight this guy in a phone booth. You're going to lose. Watch fights. 
I, I'm not gonna, right. You want it? Hold I, on, hold on, Johnny Walker, because he hold on the shit out of me. You watch the highlight reel; you can see every strike he threw. If he wins, so so you want to see Adesanya knocking some people out is what you're asking for, or somebody, Joe, or if Strickland takes him down and he struggles with him and he looks like little Jan, then yeah, like I want to see something else though. A, a, a fight, I assume, is going to be a boring technical fight where I'm 92% sure who's going to win. No, I don't need to see that a third time around. That's what I thought I was going to get the first two times, and that's what I got. Joe, I, I don't want to stay at home watching the same movie over and over again on Netflix. I want to go out to the theater, grab some popcorn, and see what's new. I don't want to keep seeing Whitaker versus Adesanya. Dude. Far too many times. Great movie. Nobody should see it. That like this is Guys, this listen, is the peak of there's, what there's about there's so about four movies that come out a year that are worthy of awards and the adoration that they get. And I would rather go out and see that movie twice than to go see some piece of crap movie that I'm not that interested in. So I, I'm sorry. George I would rather watch I would rather watch Adesanya fight Whitaker every single week for the rest of the year than to watch any of those other fights. If we do that, we're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> I mean, dude, I, I, I don't know. Maybe. By the way, I, I, I'm, I'm also not the only person on the planet that thinks Whitaker won this fight. So you guys are acting like, like no. there's something wrong with me. I've been hearing from a lot more people, especially after I brought it up, that are like, well, you know, now that I'm really watching this thing, ah. No, I mean, if you go if you go back and look at it, it is definitely closer. I mean, the the, the 49, 46, that, that's wild. But you wouldn't want I, to listen, see it. Listen, hold on. Fight. By the way, I like, Yuri, I like Yuri Prohaska, but he he you you guys hold on. Am I am I reading this right? Prohaska should jump somehow take us go down in weight when he's probably next up for the championship at at light heavyweight, you want him to drop down and fight Adesanya. Th think about how stupid that sounds. Please. If he's going to drop Please. down, go you're, knock you're mostly out the inexperienced in the UFC. You know what you should do? If Get out of the division you're in. Usman comes up and fights Adesanya. If we're playing this fantasy game, yes, that's never that, going to They're, they're buddies. Not they're not going to do that. But they're not going to do that. The fantasy game. The glitch goes. If we're playing that game, yeah, I mean the the best. If if Izzy goes up, Izzy doesn't win the fight. He doesn't now beat Prohaska. Right he couldn't maybe beat Blahovich. Teixeira now, maybe because Teixeira's old, but I think Teixeira could just wrestle him. No, wrestle him and submit him. Stay where he is and be one yeah. of the greatest of all time. I think he proved that a guy that much that the size makes that much of a difference. The champion at that weight class will usually do what was done to him. He should stay where he is. Bum of the month. Knock everybody out. If Whitaker comes back around when the washing machine filters everything out, that's fine. Whoop him again. I'm the only way I, I think we get an Adesanya like other super fight is if they introduce like a, uh, like maybe like I don't know like a one ninety five like a, a different weight class like that because that two hundred five to one eighty five that's a huge huge jump and I I, I don't. 
we saw it once before. Right, you want something more favorable for Adesanya so he can go and beat a bigger guy. No, yeah, yeah. but that's what Pretty, I'm saying. He's you're, not you and Dana White, I understand. You and Dana White want to put Adesanya in the best position you can to protect him. That's great. Just say no, that. But, then. I mean, we Joe, could have avoided twenty minutes of discussion if you would have just said that. No, but the weight, the weight classes in, in themselves have been a problem in the UFC forever. Look at a guy like Kelvin Gaslam. If you don't think there was like a one sixty-five, or I mean, uh, like a one, uh, no, it's weird that that fifteen-pound gap from welterweight to eighty-five. Sorry, oh, Kevin Gaslam well. had any discipline in his life, he wouldn't have any I know, issue with I know, but still, there are those guys. Now, you're, now you're making Michael excuses Chiesa, is what you're doing. 155 to 70, a Kevin Lee guy, a Michael Chiesa guy. They, they're struggling. They do well right. at both. Sorry that you're, like, I'm, you're, you're not naturally at, at a good weight. I mean, that's a good We're supposed to adjust weight, weight classes. classes for these guys. Stop it. Why can't the UFC have a couple more weight classes? No, they don't need it. Why? No. Boxing has all of them. Yeah, and that's really great. Has hasn't that with the thirty-five belts per division? Yeah, like yeah that. that's working out really yeah, well. But not as is yeah, as is Jared's Bob of the Month Club. That's really done wonders for the sport of boxing, hasn't it? All these guys not fighting each other. It's done wonders for the sport. It's why we spent eighty percent of this, this show no, talking about twice. the UFC. They fought twice. He wait beat him twice. Stop acting like they never fought and they was each other it was, boxing it was, They fought twice and he beat him twice. In the first fight, in the middle of what was Whitaker's best barrage of punches, he got slipped. That's why I hate knockouts. That's why I hate knockouts. Hey, he knocked him out the second round. He went he slipped him. He got lucky. That you shouldn't have happened. Knockouts. Okay. This was more. This fight was more indicative of the fight you would have expected between yes, Adesanya yes. and Whitaker. I'll give you that. Yes, yes, I will take that. Yes. Hi, welcome to our combat sports podcast. Throwing jabs. We hate knockouts. <laughs> Let's get started with the show. Oh get out of here! I don't hate knockouts. <laughs> Let me Just be clear here. Joe, Jace, we got to cut that out. I hate knockouts. I do, All right, you ready for this? I don't like knockouts. I would rather see two guys go the distance because, uh, like with this fight, I can go back with my pencil, and I'm like, oh, one, one for him, one for him, one for him. That's what I do. No, I don't I don't like grappling. I, that's, that's not what I said, but that's funny. No, that's funny. That's funny. Again, Dude, there, there's a reason why Jace always takes guys like Lewis and Nganu, the big knockout puncher, because he's very impressed by that. In in Jace's mind, the guy that knocks out the other guy must be the better fighter, the stronger guy, the tougher guy. I don't agree with that. No, I've seen plenty of losers knock out people well, they Ngannou shouldn't have beaten. So a knockout doesn't necessarily tell guy. me who the better fighter is. It tells me who the better fighter was that night and in that moment or in that fraction of a second. Yeah, absolutely. Correct. Oh, and I, and I, and I understand completely your point here. Um, Still not helping though, is it? No, well, I mean, no, not <laughs> if you can't. Situation. Like, I have to go back to, let's see here. November 5th of 1994. Your heavyweight champion is a guy trained by Teddy Atlas named Michael Moore, 
who outpoints, outboxes, out techniques George Foreman's 78 year old ass for every round and then gets caught with a right hand he can't get up from before the end of the fight. Um, Teddy tried to warn him. He's setting up the right hand forever. George Foreman, way I set him up. 42 minutes I spent getting my ass kicked and plotting that punch. Now, get, now it worked, but stop. Please stop. I get what you're saying. It takes something away from the game. Scrub Scraps has toyed with the idea of taking something away for knockouts. That you don't want to stop the other person because you're losing part of what you're supposed to be getting. Scrub Scraps is different though, Joe. We like knockouts. And and my favorite knockout is when Michael Moore finishes that fight in the 11th. My favorite knockout is when we know the guy is better and then they push forward and stop the other guy. Those yes. are my favorite ones. When That's... somebody gets clipped and I don't get to find oh, yeah. who the better fighter is, I understand your frustration. This is not that. Oh, no. Listen, I like I like a 10th round knockout. I want you to be up 9-1 on the card and then finish the SOB. I want that. I love that. Those are my favorite knockouts. Mm. If 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 the if the fight's 5-0 in the 6th and you knock the guy out, great. Yeah, I mean, you're just ending the night early now. It's a mere formality at this point. My point is, is if you're down 4-2 in the 7th round and you knock somebody out, ah! I don't know that I could say that you were the better fighter. You you got you 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 got a, a punch in. So again, but especially hold on in championship fights, especially the first fight between these guys, the the fight uh, Whitaker didn't get off to a great start, and he finally got into his groove for a hot second. He was landing, and then he got caught with the counter left, and it was lights out and game over. So again, I walked away feeling like oh. Right? I mean, everyone's like, ah, and I like Adesanya. Please don't get me wrong here. I really do like the guy. And the more I thought about it, the more I was like, Dude, Whitaker's such a better fighter than that. And he was, you know, my brother and I have talked about this repeatedly. He was literally having the best moments of the fight for himself there when he got slipped. So going into this fight, I thought, well, he can't stand there in a phone booth. You, you, you're going to get countered. You're going to get knocked out again. Right? So what does this guy got to do? He's going to have to fight the fight that he fought. And I thought he did a really good job of that. So I was very pleased with the fight I got from Whitaker. If you don't think about the first fight and you're just talking about this fight, this fight was great by Whitaker and Adesanya didn't do enough. He didn't do nearly as much as he did in the first fight. That's my issue here. Okay. As I've said a hundred times over, because you'd have a hard time sitting there showing me where you got 3-2 from. You really will. Here, here's my thing. I understand Adesanya is the guy with the belt now. And that there's something to that. And that being the guy with the belt, as I said, if the roles were reversed Saturday night, Whitaker would have left with the belt he came in with. We're okay? to agree to disagree. Listen, I, I, I firmly believe that they felt Whitaker didn't do enough to win the fight. But again, I'll anybody, any of you, Sander or any of you guys in the comments, I'll I'll come to the house, we'll watch the fight. You tell me where you see 3-2 or 4-1 for Adesanya, please, because I'd love to hear it. I think this was an accumulation of the entire fight, 
and not necessarily a round by round breakdown. That's all I'm gonna say. Man, but is this, this what I sounded like talking this was about. The, this was the worst fight that Anasanya's had as a middleweight. Let's rewatch that last Johnny Walker fight. No, not the Vittori first fight. No. Okay. No, because this is another fight where I think Adesanya got a got a, got a nice gift wrapped. Here's a nice win that you barely. I don't think you earned it in that one either. But there you go. Dude, I, don't, I don't know why you hate Adesanya so much, Joe. Wrong again, why. Sander. Dude, he dominated him in round two, and he also took round five. Okay. I mean, get out of here. Two rounds at best. I've got Izzy one one round the first, and nothing after that. And I've talked to a lot of people that agree with that. So stop it. Stop that nonsense. You're trying really hard there. Two, three, four. Out of your mind. Three and four. Izzy was getting his ass kicked the entire 10 minutes. So stop that. Holy Christmas. Boy, you guys fall in love with these guys. And it's just like starry rose glasses. Get over it. So you didn't fall in love with Robert Whitaker, Joe? No, I like Adesanya, and I like Whitaker, but I want the right guy to win the fight. We've we've yeah, had plenty right of fights did. where afterwards we've talked about the decision. It's not an, not an indication of who I wanted to win. It's an indication of I watched it, and I was like, hmm, you just okay. And then a couple days later, I was like, I don't know. To hear Whitaker say, I definitely think I did enough, I was like, well, I'm going to go back and watch this again. And in my second viewing, I was like, that's what I thought happened here. So there you go. That's all I could tell you. Yeah, okay. Let's move on. That's fine. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we need to. I'm not uh, wrong, but let's move on. Uh, history books will say otherwise. You're right. <laughs> Jared, is this what I sounded like talking about Brian Ortega? Is that what I? Okay. Okay. It's, 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 it's interesting to be on this side of it for once. But you'll notice that at no point have I offered up anything completely unreasonable, like shaving my head. Hey, you know what I mean? Because we're talking about the past. Pacquiao Pacquiao and Marquez, I brought it up earlier in the show. Um, That was mine. Watch the fights. Marquez is winning these fights. And uh, I, you know, and Pacquiao's Manny Pacquiao. Or Pacquiao, as they called him when he first got called up for that. Listen. I don't have a problem with Adesanya winning this fight. I just, again, to me, this was super close. And and again, to write Whitaker off as, nah, I don't need to see it again. I think that's a little much. Maybe, maybe if you could grant me one of these things, I would be happy. Oh, yeah. Like I said, when the washing machine spins around again and it spits out Robert Whitaker, I'm fine with that. Awesome. All right. I'll take it. Or two. Go beat Strickland. Even. I did, but no, uh, again, I want to be clear here. I never said that like this, they need to run this back immediately. I definitely think Cannoneer, I definitely think, um, and listen, if Strickland loses to Whitaker, let's say that that's the parallel fight to Cannoneer Adesanya, then I think a guy like Chemaev, um, there's up. other guys in this division, I think that certainly warrant a look. Um so, so I, you know, I, I look, I, 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 all I'm saying is I, I've heard a lot of people suggest Whitaker should move up, move down, move out, go find a new hobby. I don't think that guy needs to go anywhere. I think that guy's fine. He's got to get, and I've said this a bunch of times, got to get back in line here. You go to the back of the line 
and you do work your way back up, but it's Robert Whitaker. And I think he'll he'll dispatch everybody he meets between now and the next shot at Izzy. Yeah, that, that is what he has to do to get back to the top. And the great thing about the fight game is it'll eventually work itself out. And the best, especially in the UFC, the best will fight the best, especially at middleweight, uh, especially in the division. I mean, I've made this point like 10 times, Sander. Yes, he he was. But again, imagine if Whitaker was the champion going into that fight. You think Izzy did enough to take a belt away from a champion? No, you definitely wouldn't feel that way. But the situation was different, and Izzy knew he didn't have to do much because he's the champ. You got to come get my belt. I get that. I just didn't like it. All right. All right, we, we can go for hours and hours just on this, but we got some fights tonight to talk about. So let's get to those right after this commercial break. Apps can do a lot of cool things. You could order dinner, gamble on your favorite team, and track your health. You could even get a mortgage. One click and you can be approved. I'm not sure by who or what country they're in. You deserve more from the mortgage industry. At AnyMac Mortgage, we believe in the need for live human interaction during a very complex process. The kind of service and guidance which an app simply can't provide. Our customers are more than credit scores and income documents. They're individuals and families who live in and strengthen our communities. Their story is our story, and that story begins in a home. Chris Sawyer is an expert on providing superior customer service and in meeting the mortgage needs of current and future home buyers. With over 18 years of experience in the industry, Chris is able to help customers migrate through the home buying and home financing process by using his wealth of knowledge as a well-qualified mortgage professional. And best of all, Chris is located in Cromwell, Connecticut, where he has helped hundreds of clients in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island make their dreams of homeownership a reality. Visit chrissawyer.annie-mac.com. Email him at csawyer at annie-mac.com or give him a call. 860-878-8730. Chris Sawyer, NMLS number 39345. Corporate NMLS number 338923. Any Mac Home Mortgage and Equal Housing Lender. American Neighborhood Mortgage Acceptance Company, LLC. DBA, Any Mac Home Mortgage. Lo-Fi Direct. Connecticut First Mortgage Correspondent. License Lender Broker Number, ML 338923. Massachusetts Mortgage Lender and Mortgage Broker License Number, MC 338923. Rhode Island License Lender. License Number 20112810L. Call for additional details. Coming up Saturday night from the Apex in Las Vegas, it's UFC Fight Night. Walker versus Hill featuring a light heavyweight bout between Johnny Walker and Jamal Hill. Let's break it down. Jamal Hill is 30 years old. He's 6'4 with a 79-inch reach and a record of 9-1-1 with five knockouts. From Grand Rapids, Michigan, by way of Chicago Hill, a natural athlete, he passed up a potential career in basketball while attending Davenport University in order to pursue a career in MMA, making his professional debut September 30th, 2017, with a unanimous decision over Alex Davidson. He then won his next four with two knockouts before getting invited to compete on Dana White's Contender Series 21, earning his UFC contract with a third-round knockout of Alexander Popak. He followed that up with a unanimous decision over Darko Stoisic, and then in May of 2020 scored a first-round knockout of Kitson Abreu, which was later overturned to a no contest after Hill failed the post-fight drug test. He returned seven months later, taking on UFC mainstay Ovin St. Preux, stopping him in round two with a barrage of punches. The following year, he suffered his first loss to Scotland's Paul Craig, getting caught in an armbar early in the first round and having his left elbow dislocated 
while absorbing punches and elbows before the referee called a halt to the action. He bounced back just six months later, blowing out Jimmy Crute 48 seconds into the first round with an explosive one-punch counter-right hook knockout. A dangerous southpaw who can move fluidly between stances, Hill uses his height and reach well to pick off his opponents at distance while landing his unorthodox strikes from seemingly any angle. Johnny Walker's 29 years old, he's 6'5", with an 82-inch reach and a record of 18-6, with 15 knockouts and two submissions. From Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, Walker took up mixed martial arts in his teens before turning pro on December 14, 2013, with a first-round knockout. He went 10-3 in his native Brazil with all of his wins and losses coming by stoppage before taking up an offer from a Scottish businessman to move to the UK to train. He scored three more knockouts in England before earning a spot on Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, where he won an impressive unanimous decision over Henrique de Silva and to make it onto the UFC roster. In his first fight under contract, he dominated Khalil Roundtree, manhandling up against the cage and then knocking him out cold with a brutal right elbow. Three months later, he took on Justin Ledet, knocking him out just 15 seconds into the first round with a wild spinning back fist, followed by ground and pound to earn his first performance of the night bonus. In a quick turnaround the following month, he replaced Ovin St. Pru against Misha Kirkinoff, knocking him out with a devastating flying knee followed by ground and pound before accidentally dislocating his left shoulder while celebrating. After a nine-month layoff to recover, he returned against Corey Anderson. However, he was quickly overwhelmed, getting dropped by an overhand right and left hook combination, then scrambling to his feet where he was stunned by a hard right cross, prompting the referee to stop the fight. Five months later, he took on the always dangerous Nikita Krylov, but despite a few moments of success, he was dominated by the Ukrainian superior grappling, dropping a unanimous decision. After recovering from a bout of COVID-19, he faced a highly regarded Ryan Spann, and after getting dropped heavily twice in the first round, he was able to land a series of elbows as Spann shot in for a takedown. On October 2, 2021, he faced number 5 contender Thiago Santos in his first headlining event, However, despite both men being known primarily as knockout artists, they put on a tentative performance with Santos winning a lackluster unanimous decision. A long and rangy striker, Walker possesses knockout power in either hand and is extremely dangerous due to his unpredictability throwing elbows, knees, and punches from a wide variety of angles. Will the measured pace and superior boxing skills of Hill make the difference? Or will the explosive power and wild unpredictability of Walker be too much to overcome as both men try to make a statement and move into the top 10 of the light heavyweight division? Tune in Saturday night to UFC Fight Night 201, and let's find out. Oh, boy. Uh, I used to really, really look forward to every time Johnny Walker fought. But now, I, I mean, I don't know. It's, it feels like something is. There's something broken with him i don't know what i don't know what happened that that first loss has just uh just snowballed itself into a lot of struggles can johnny walker bounce back against jamal hill jared you brought up johnny walker multiple times already this show and after that last fight well what do you how do you think this fight's gonna play out or you think it's gonna be another snooze fest uh, yeah, I think the sleep, I, I really hope the sleep loses. 
Um, I'm I'm rooting for Hill here because I don't want to see Johnny the Sleepwalker at the top of the hill anymore. Um, his faints are out of control. There's 18 faints. His faint per strike ratio has got to be the greatest in UFC history. But not leading any other statistical categories or even competitive in him. Um, and like I said, should he win, just watch the highlight and you'll probably see all the significant strikes he threw. So I'll take Hill here. I like Hill to win. I want Hill to win. Brave. But man, I don't like Johnny Walker. Jeez. Oh, interesting. You're going Hill. Uh, I, I mean, even though Johnny Walker's broken, I think you're all right. I mean, this is the favorite, too. Yeah. But uh, Joe, I I'm shocked. I'm, I'm shocked. Johnny Walker is in a is headlining an event so soon yeah. after that yes. last disaster. That's yeah. shocking. And the idea that uh, you've got a fill in fighter, I think, just makes it uh, worse. Uh, I don't know. Um, I, I I think Johnny Walker. I don't know. Like you said, Jay, something something just isn't quite the same with this guy as when he first hit the scene and it, and it does, I mean, it really has been the last few fights where even the fight where he beats, uh, uh, Spain, a uh, span, he shouldn't, I mean, he was getting lit up in that fight. He got off to a sloppy tentative start and he was getting tagged. Uh, and, and One then of the knockouts you hate. Oh yeah. I, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. You know, he, this is a, this is, it's a big, strong guy. I mean, this guy does really cool things, and that's kind of been one of the hallmarks of his career is that he's such a big boy and he could, you know, throw a flying elbow, and 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 he loves to throw the knees, but he was thoroughly outmatched in the, the Thiago Santos fight. And tell me how he got here. Can somebody explain to me how he got here? With yeah, his- dude, the highlight reel was, was very impressive until he started fighting actual – like Jared, when he started fighting the, the fights, you lost to Krylov, Corey Anderson, Thiago Santos, and beat Ryan Spann, who I was never a huge fan of in the first place. Yeah, your wins aren't very oppressive. Khalil Roundtree's on here, I guess. You know, lost three of your last first twelve to people that it's a shaky resume, Jared. It's a it's, shaky yeah, resume. Like, how did you even get here? And then you're gonna look like. Late career. Oh, what's the guy's name that was so cute? Um, oh, he beat it. Was one of the greatest performances ever. Cody, Cody, Cody Garbrandt. Garbrandt, Cody Garbrandt, man, smoked. Uh, Dominic, uh, Cruz, Cruz, and then got knocked out. And after that, was gun shy. And you never saw that same guy That's again. That's a great comparison. Full highlight real stuff. Greatest. Oh my God. Did you see that stuff? And then just shot like a pitcher with the yips. Like just can't, you know, quarterback after, t- uh, what's his name after taking the hit from Marshall that just couldn't just doesn't have it anymore. And that's what I see with Johnny Walker. You look like a shot fighter. You look like you're scared. You lost that confident edge you had, and you've lost three out of four fights. Your last one was a snooze fest. And I'm with Joe. I'm a little shocked this guy is headlining a UFC card because if he does that again, yeah, move you up know, in class and go to Bellator, bro. <laughs> you, you're not wrong. I don't know what to say. 
because <laughs> I don't want, I'm not. Yeah, I hope Hill smokes this dude. Now, I will say with Johnny Walker, I, I, I love the Cody Garbrandt comparison. I do think Johnny Walker's jaw isn't as broken as Cody Garbrandt. I think, I, I think he can still take a little bit of damage. But my thing with Johnny Walker is you have all these this explosiveness uh, that got you to where you are. And then once you get knocked out once, you start trying to – you, he, he's gotten out technical, and I don't know why in that Santos fight he tried to be all technical and try to throw all these feints. He needs to he needs to make it a firefight. He needs to make it a war. He needs to turn it in to where he can use his athleticism to land one of these fights. And I, that knockout, I guess, against Corey Anderson is has just hurt him and okay. made him the, not want to do that anymore. Johnny the Sleepwalker has fought his last few fights. Like he's having a nightmare that he's Macaulay Culkin in My Girl. <laughs> and that's, that's how he fights. And if I see any more of that, yes, I would change the channel. There will be boxing on. I will watch reruns of Impractical Jokers. No, Johnny Walker, don't. Dude, don't do it. Don't do it. You and know what it is. You better make that fight if he does. You better turn those fight those feints into strikes. I need somebody to make the fight with this guy. He used to make fights and he doesn't anymore. You know what it was too, Jared. I feel like th those feints. I don't. I mean, I think if you would have asked him, did you plan on throwing forty five percent of all your moves being feints? I I think he would have said no. Um, I, I think that, I think most of those feints, maybe half of those feints just came from a real tentativeness. I think he was literally just kind of afraid of what the, because he's been getting, been getting rocked and he's been getting rocked early in these fights. Cody Garbrandt is, it's just a great example of what happens. You get clipped, you get caught. You're like, oh, I'm not indestructible. And then your whole career changes chuck liddell that happened too if this is a different johnny yeah Walker, but but the difference the difference between the he's not even making the argument for himself the difference between those guys and him is though i mean i feel like like chuck liddell i know everybody was knocking him out at the end of his career he was still going for it though he was still running in there and getting you know the yeah. slightest and he was out this clown is just out. like ah if i'm back here <laughs> yeah, yeah, you won't be able to knock me out from here. It, 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 to me, it seemed like it was a lot of that. Like he was just like, "Oh, Santos cannot touch me. I don't want him to touch me." And that's and not necessarily a boring style. Listen, I love watching Rigondi out fight. And if there's a track star in boxing, that's the guy. But he will hit more than he gets hit, and show you how your legs can win fights for you. He's not doing that either. No. There's nothing here. There's nothing left here. Prove me wrong, Johnny Walker, because nope. I think you're a shot fighter with nothing left. I will say that this fight does have, I think he can prove prove you wrong here, Jared, because I think if you look at the last fight, couple fights, I mean, the, the Santos fight was weird. Uh, Santos, it was even pretty tentative and, and all those feints, but I mean, look at the Krilov fight and the uh, Anderson fight. Those guys are both wrestlers. Jamal Hill, he's gonna bring it to Johnny Walker. So if the fight. Johnny Walker can actually land something, it, it's gonna be a fight. This has a possibility to get Johnny Walker back on track. Uh, I, I'm gonna be uh, 
more optimistic with him because he's still young. I think he can still make a little bit of a run here. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt here. But uh, I, I'm just going to say that that Santos fight was, uh, was a fluke, was just an apparition. Um, so I, I'm uh, – yeah, I think – he, he will go for something crazy. I think we'll get back to uh, maybe not the same Johnny Walker, but still something that can win him a fight. Huh. And, Joe, you're probably taking him, too. I mean, as a guy who hates knockouts, you're probably uh, more a fan of Johnny Walker than you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do. Listen, I like Johnny Walker a lot. Um, I, I was taken by him when I first saw this guy break onto the scene, but I know I, I think Jamal Hill is going to win this fight. There's definitely something is not right with this guy. Uh, Walker, again, like I said, I, I see a very tentative fighter, a guy, and I don't want to say the, the, to use the word scared, but he seems scared. He seems scared that if he gets, if he gets into it, that he's going to get hit. And, and again, you've seen the highlights. I mean, he gets hit in the in the head, the face. He tends to fall to the ground a lot. Uh, there were a couple of those fights where, I mean, he, he could barely, like, keep his balance, and he would get touched again and go right back to the ground. So I think that's on his mind. I think that's that's constantly been on his mind, whether he realizes it or not. So I am taking Hill in this fight. Um, I think it probably goes the distance, though. Mm. Ooh. If Walker yeah. stay that far away from him, yeah, probably. A 3-2, 4-1 for Hill. Uh, I, I I like the under in this fight, to be honest. I, I don't think it's going to – I think it's going to be a quick I think one. I think tentative Johnny Walker and uh, an up-and-coming Jamal Hill here, I, I think you're going to find a very tentative fight here. See, I, 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 don't, I don't see any other way. I think I don't see Johnny Walker going back on that last fight, going back, rewatching it, and then coming out and doing the exact same thing. I think if anything, he's going to overcompensate for it. I think he's going to come out and start just randomly flying, throwing these these crazy things. And I think that's a, an avenue for Jamal Hill to knock him out. But I, I do, I I can't see Johnny Walker. Th this being the new Johnny Walker, just constantly. Throwing flames. I, I can't see that. I I want a full orchestra to be one quarter of the crowd, you know. So you have all the crowd and then you have the orchestra, right? And while Johnny Walker's fighting, I want them to dun, 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 <laughs> Yeah, we're end up with like a college fight song. Maybe he's doing something there. Maybe this is an old play the record backwards thing where Johnny Walker's got some kind of secret code in his or oh Parkinson's. I don't know what the hell is wrong with this guy. Moving on. Yeah, take Hill. Take Hill. <laughs> All right. Now, um, yeah, I, I think it will be a fun fight regardless. But, uh, Let's Not talk about some... Walker has anything to say. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But, uh, all right. Fight of the night. There, there's some other great fights here. Jared, I know your boy Zapata's fighting. Is that your fight of the night? Uh, yeah, it is. He's fighting somebody that he's, he's going to kick his butt. But um, it's, 
it'll give you a chance to look at this guy that I really like. And that's what I think that I think is worth it. Uh, Ray Bradley, another situation where he's going to win the fight, but uh, an opportunity. Uh, Louis Angel Viades. There you have it. Um, yeah, so takes a peta, but not for much because I think he's got like 100 to 1 odds. And uh, definitely get a look at this guy. Just look. I'm seeing things I don't see in a lot of places. When I first saw Justin Gagey, when I first saw Loma, like there's sometimes I see these guys real young, Darren Waller, Chris Godwin. I see something and I go, there's a future in this guy. And this Zapata guy is one of those, William Zapata. He's going to make some noise in that division. And uh, he's going to ring a bell tonight. And Mike Williams up March 2nd. You're muted, Chase. Joe, your fight of the night? Well, my fight of the night is interesting because... Hold on. If it was 2016, everybody would be like, yeah! Amir Khan and Kel Brook are going at it tonight. Um, These two guys have a long rivalry There's been a lot of smack talk over the years. And finally, in 2022, six years after they've sort of outlived their relevancy, these two 35-year-olds trying to hang on, both guys have gotten beat a whole bunch uh, over the last four or five fights. Uh, They both lost to uh, my guy Terrence Crawford. Um, But this will be a fun fight again. Uh, everything that's wrong with boxing will be on display tonight. This is a fight that should have happened six years ago. This would have been a major fight we would have been talking about six years ago. And because they're making it today, it's in the show end notes. So congratulations, boxing. You're really screwing the pooch. <laughs> but, uh, no, yeah, you're right. And, uh, <laughs> I, I feel like this would be a good like co-main event on like uh give me like a, a nice welterweight championship or something. Dude, six Some years ago, this would have been a pay-per-view. Yeah. But this is what boxing's holding it yeah. out this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're gonna watch that fight for free tonight. That thing would have cost you seventy five dollars in twenty sixteen. We get it tonight free. If Johnny Walker's gonna come out like he did last weekend, they picked a good week to make this be True. Yeah. boxing's boxing's True. big fight. But uh <laughs> looking like Jim Carrey from me, myself, and Irene. <laughs> oh all right, my fight of the night, Natasha Jonas versus Chris Namus. Uh Jonas coming up and wait. She she was she's a beast. Uh she's fought Katie Taylor, I believe, right? Yeah. Um yeah, and so a great fight too. Yeah, well, one of the best fights against Katie Taylor. So, yeah, uh, it was it, it's great. Uh, I, I think she's gonna just take care of business. She is that that one. I think she's she's very close to being on that level. And I mean, if she's coming up to middleweight, fight with Clarissa Shields might might be in the future. If uh, the the Savannah Marshall fight has to get done first. Right, Jared? Yes. Yes, Savannah Marshall takes all those belts. Uh, I've been saying it for years, literally. Yeah, all right. But, uh, yeah, and speaking of what you've been saying, tell us what, what's going on tonight with your puncher's chance. 
I uh, got two boxing matches tonight. We uh, we cover both of them. Linares, this I actually like Linares better than Brooke. Uh, I think he's way too crafty. Abdulev uh, has some learning to do, and he'll do some when he faces Jorge Linares. Um, Kel Brook, I also like the under in that fight. I would pin Kel Brook to the under and Jorge Linares if I'm trying to hit a parlay worth anything. But uh, these are the two fights I like on this card. Most of the other ones are blowouts. Linares, Brook, parlay. All right. I, I like that. I mean, Linares, he looked great against Haney, right? That's who his last fight was. Haney coming back, and he had a long layoff. Seeing him be active again, uh, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued about that. That was almost my fight of the night as well. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so it, it should be interesting. I know it's not anything spectacular, but I, I think it's it's a nice, solid, solid night of fights. You got a little bit of everything to to wet your palate. But, uh, and the, but that's going to do it for fights for the show. Yeah. I just got a text message. No joke. I can't believe neither of them saw the. I can't believe neither of them saw the Whitaker fight like you did. It says. Appreciate that, people. All right. I mean, <laughs> one person. I'm gonna take it though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of crazy people in the world. You know, you gotta find. <laughs> I gotta find a mate. Find your yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, the, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I I just I don't know how you can. But I mean, hey, I was I I saw Holloway beating Volkanovski, and none of y'all did. So I ain't gonna judge you, Joe. Thank you. Uh, I'm just gonna. I I actually have some advice for you. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Oh, jeez. Okay. You know what? That's going to do it for today's show. Oh my gosh. If you want to uh, go check out Joe, uh, just, just keep following the show. Joe's probably going to rant even more about Whitaker. You can follow him on Twitter and all that stuff. Joe, keep going. Uh, tell, tell probably Izzy and Whitaker fight again. So in a couple years. So that's what right. I did with Vittori. So crush. Yeah. I waited. I waited it out, didn't I? Got what I wanted. Next time I'm gonna get the win too. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. That's gonna do it for myself, Big Jace, Joe Guai, Jared Jones, and the fights. We got uh and make sure you check out clovercrestmedia.com for not just great sports podcasts like this, like posting up John about the G Men. Keys to the city. Where I say things like questions. I don't like touchdowns. <laughs> I am a Giants fan after all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh. Straight our one for a kicker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, Graham Gano's a beast. They just can't get into field goal range. <laughs> Nice, Kenny. Block. Yeah, that, that's why it wasn't a Pro Bowl this year. They just couldn't get into field goal range. Graham Cano, Pro Bowl every year. But uh, all right. The more you can know. Yeah, but uh, that's gonna do it for us. We'll catch you next week to recap Walker versus Hill and preview all the upcoming fights. Then, so take care, everyone.
Throwing jabs, always full send. Here we go again. Jared, Joe, and Jay's Clover Crest, top three corner man. Punching in with a punch's chance. We find a way to win. The main event, lock it in. Every Saturday at 10, the overhand is out of hand when it comes to fisticuffs. Slide a hand on the undercard, you'll never see the punch. Uppercut, got your missing wave. Feet are stepping late. Keep your guard up, feeling faint from a faint. Take a stand in eighth, then retaliate. Put up your duke, stick and move. Bob and wave, don't lose hope against the ropes. There's always an escape, never stay down. One more round, bells ringing, counter punch with your chin tucked and go down swinging we bring in crosses with no worship hooks with no verses combinations with no locks when you feel the flurry of curtains from scrub scraps to fight stats relax if you want the facts because the best combat podcast is throwing jabs Hello, my name is Joe Aguirre. I'm the president of Clovercrest Media Group. And here at CMG, we have a wide variety of podcasts, including sports shows like Keys to the City, The Roll Call, Throwing Jabs, All Four Downs, and Jawing About the G-Man. And great true crime shows like Sticky Week, Crimes and Consequences, Ivy League Murders, and Bird, The Unsolved Murder of David Eichmann. You can find all these podcasts and so much more by visiting clovercrestmedia.com. 